Well, why are we here today, all of us here today? Well, it is the Lord's Day, so we should be here. Uh, you know, we come every Sunday, every Lord's Day, to feed on His Word and in His blessed sacrament. Today, however, is a special day. We gather not only to be blessed by God's Word and sacrament, but to bless our brother. And uh, Father Spencer, stand up for a moment, would you please? He did this to me, okay? Look around. Look around. Okay, now that's out of the way. Well, we want to bless you, brother, who is our pastor, our spiritual father in Christ. And praise God for your ministry among us all these years. If I get a little choked up, forgive me, okay. 25 years ago, on the 12th of July, 1998, our now sainted Pastor Ed Peters preached at Pastor Melky's installation. He began his homily. What is an installation? Who does an installation? Of course, we see it all the time. Midas does installations. So do plumbers. We install brakes and mufflers, dishwashers, garage doors, water softeners, and even garbage disposals. Today, we install a pastor. Okay, first, we know right off there are no refunds and no returns. <laughs> what we see is what we get. And the seminary would not look kindly on us if we requested an exchange, okay? And there's no warranties or guarantees except for the words and promises of God who gives his church faithful pastors to install. And what is a pastor who is installed to do? Bless the people. Bless them with his word and sacraments. For 25 years, that is exactly what Pastor Melky has done for us. He has faithfully preached and taught God's word, leading us to Jesus. He has fed us from the altar with the bread of life, bathed us in the baptismal bath, and has absolved us of our sins in the confessional. In the pulpit, at the altar, by the bedsides of the sick and the dying, in counseling, and in the countless phone calls and meetings, he has blessed us in Christ and with Christ. Now, I have known Father Spencer, and make no mistake, Anyone who knows him, he is a true spiritual father in Christ. For 25 years. I met him in the student lounge at Concordia Seminary, St. Louis, on a cold winter's day in January 1998. <clears throat> I was interviewing for fourth-year seminary students 
for the position of assistant pastoral at Trinity. So I wanted an assistant pastor. And Spencer was the third candidate on the list of those who I was going to be interviewing. I was told that he was a big Chicago Bulls fan. And so when this young seminary student comes into the student lounge and has this gigantic Chicago Bulls mug, I just knew it had to be him. (laughs) So I asked him, are you Spencer Melke? He said, yes, sir. And I said, let's begin the interview. Now, for these seminary interviews, I put together a portfolio of Trinity's history, of her mission, and of her ministry. I shared my conviction that the Augsburg Confession of 1530 was the guiding principle for Lutherans, and that this confession was both evangelical and thoroughly Catholic, and that the historic mass of the church, the divine liturgy, in all of its beauty and ritual, as the 24th article of the Augsburg Confession stated, was to be at the very heart and at the very center of the church's life and ministry. So, I began the interview asking Spencer a very simple question. Well, what did you think of everything I sent you? His quick response is what I remember most. It's all I needed to know. He said, Spencer Melke's name is written all over it. Well, with that being said, everything else was history. 25 years of history. For those 25 years, I was privileged to work full-time, side-by-side, and serve with him. We were not only, as the years went by, good friends, but professional colleagues, partners in the holy ministry of Christ, but we also were father confessors to each other. And that is not an easy thing. When you are confessing to your senior and your boss, nor I confessing to an assistant 20 years my younger. He arrived with Shelley, his wife, and no children. But during those 20 years we served together, God bless Spencer and Shelley, with five wonderful children. Stand up as I say your names. Abigail, Matthew, Isaac, Andrew, and Katie. In our gospel reading appointed for today, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden light. 
I've heard those comforting words of our Lord many times and preached on them many times. But I must admit to all of you that during some dark nights of the soul, I have questioned those words of our Lord. Really, Jesus, your burden is light? Your yoke is easy? Anyone who has been in full-time ministry of the church can perhaps sympathize with my questioning or doubting at times, especially when things don't go smoothly or peacefully. I know Pastor Melky can understand. From the time he arrived on our shores at Trinity, he has been actively involved with fundraising, campaigns, building programs, staffing concerns, and a whole host of other things that can make a pastor's life and ministry at times just seem like a burden, not a joy. In a Christmas letter dated to me on the 23rd of December, 2002, some almost five years after his arrival, he wrote these words. What a year it's been, Rob. We've seen the highest and the lowest moments of the last five years all bundled up within the year 2002. But through it all, I know God is still leading us. Some events refine us. Others encourage us. But God's guiding presence is in it all. And indeed, our Lord's guiding presence was there in every high and in every low. To be yoked with Christ as our gospel says, means to be sustained by his ever-present grace and forgiveness in his word and sacraments, even when you walk through the valleys of shadows and doubt, even when you're at the point of wanting to give up in despair. To be a minister of Christ is to learn to lean on Jesus and to find in Him the true rest for our restless souls. His forgiveness, His strength, and His power to persevere, to stay the course and preach the gospel in season and out of season. And He has done that. In another letter dated Christmas 2017, some nine months before my retirement, Father Spencer wrote me these words. When I came, my house was empty, and now 
I'm the age you were when I met you. And immersed in this entire stage of life that you were in. And I skipped over a whole bunch of other stuff there. <laughs> Rob, did you have any idea when we met how things would unfold? The adventures we would take, the celebrations of what God has done, or even the grief and heartaches along the way. We can list the historic markers, renovations, building projects, first liturgies in new places, and final liturgies in an old one. But that doesn't come close to the intricate details of grace that our Lord wove into the story of our lives. And the people whom we have been so privileged to know and to serve. And now, I keep pleading for the Lord's grace in the days ahead that if I am charged to lead this flock, I not ruin or even slip or decline the sacred trust called Trinity. Pray for me. And you know I have. Spencer, I had no idea how all of these years would unfold. But what I came to know was your humble heart and your deep commitment to a place and a people called Trinity. I know your desire to do your very best with the gifts that God has graced you with to be a faithful and loving father and husband, to be a faithful and pastor. I know that you want to be the best pastor you can be for all the seasons of life to our flock. And I also know that at times you have questioned your ability or your stamina. But who doesn't? As I meditated on your 25th anniversary of ordination and installation, I gazed across the 25 years of, and all the many joys and struggles that those years would bring. And there came to mind a song that I think speaks to you and about you. And I have no doubt that this song will speak to many of us here. Jacob.
Spencer Melky, you wear many hats. A son, a brother, a husband, a father, a friend, a colleague, a senior pastor, a counselor, a confidant, and there are many more I could add. But above all, you are a disciple yoked to Jesus. And you are a man who has shared his love and his life with us. And you have been sustained by that yoke of Christ for these 25 years plus. I just want to tell you, <laughs> you have been a personal blessing to me in all the years of my ministry. And you have been a blessing to all of us, has he not? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.